Hey, Hoops Crew, how's it going? We had some technical difficulties on this one, so the first 10 minutes or so, there's a couple uh, echo issues and that sort of thing. Hey, but it's okay, because it was funny, and you'll still like the episode. It's a really good one. Uh, it's just me, Matt, and Chloe, um, and we get into it. Uh, other thing to note is that this is before all of the um, uh, Nets news about uh, Steve Nash getting fired, and you may Doku coming in and all that stuff so we don't talk about that at all um yeah that's uh, i guess what happens when you have a show once a week um but yeah still a real good one um enjoy the show bye Welcome to Hoops Crew. <coughs> I'm your host, Frank Severich, um, and um, not feeling so good this week, but um, we've got a great episode. Um, we're going to bring the energy for you. Um, I'm hyped up on, on ibuprofen and ginger ale and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bring we're gonna bring the the rain and bring the thunder today so um you know as we always do uh i want to do a shout out to poland uh we have a very dedicated listener base to in poland and um you know i just thought uh, matt and chloe before i introduce you i just want to share this with you i thought it might be a fun segment to do a polish fact of the week you know, we our Polish listeners are, are getting to know a little bit about American hoops and 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 uh, football. So here's my Polish fact of the week: one of the most popular um, sports in Poland is called motorcycle speedway, and what that is is it's a motorcycle race, but with specialized motorcycles that have one gear and no brakes and thousands of people will come into these arenas in poland and watch these guys go around in circles on these motorcycles with no brakes and one gear so that's your polish fact of the week um and welcome to the best sports podcast you've never heard of i'm frank severich and with me today are my two amazing co-hosts please welcome the always delightful, never frightful, Chloe Michaela. Hello, Chloe. Hello. Oh, wow. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I'm working on it. I'm trying to bring up the energy. Thank you so much, You're Chloe. You're welcome. Thank you so much. How are you doing? We're recording this on All Hallows Eve. I am so looking forward to tomorrow. <laughs> Okay. Well, oh, because you're not a Halloween person. You're like the Grinch of Halloween. I'm not. I am the Grinch of Halloween, and honestly, I kind of want to embrace it. Here's what I will say. I, I, I love. I love watching other people dress up. Like I love the creativity and the commitment for for all of them. Um, 
but I I'm t- I'm tired of of being shamed for showing up to parties <laughs> and not having a costume. And I'm like, do not shame me unless you want to. Yes. If you want to buy me a costume, that's fine. I'll put on right. a costume, but I'm not. I'm showing up as myself. Thank you. <laughs> Namaste. Namaste. And that should be enough. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you. And with with us uh, as well is my other amazing co-host, Matthew Sparacino. Hello, Matthew. Hello, Frank. Happy Halloween, buddy. Happy Happy Halloween, Chloe. Yes. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Yeah. I'm a little I'm a little I'm a little hopped up on Halloween sugar. So I'm sorry to hear, mm. Frank, that you are not feeling a lot of energy tonight, but I can try and bring some in for you. I can you, have you had any candy today? I have not had any candy today. That's your not problem, yet. buddy. There's is that your what problem. It is? Oh, There's your problem. That's why I'm not feeling well. Yeah. You need a box of sweet tarts or uh, some candy corn dumped down your throat you just need a little <laughs> bit of sugar and you'll be right where you want to be Ooh, like a pumpkin all... sugar cookie my mm-hmm. roommate made pumpkin go. sugar cookies and i was like okay tis the season i will commit to this <laughs> tis the season ho 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 as you bite into your <laughs> <laughs> chloe i just want to say i just want to uh validate your halloween perspective because i should say so we're re- recording this on halloween but obviously you, the listener, you've already experienced your Halloween. You've right. dressed up. You've been to your parties. Hopefully, you've had some candy. Uh, but for us, we're you know we're still in it. It's still October thirty first. Chloe, did you have people today give you any shit for not wearing a costume? No, but it was like over the weekend, it's and then I had two parties the weekend prior, and I was like, look, I need y'all to calm calm the fuck down. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I. I have orange and black nails. This is the most I will commit. And they look nice. They look very that's, nice. That's festive. Yeah. That's super very festive. festive. Yeah. yeah. You could, you know, just people got to let people live. It's like St. Patrick's yes. Day. Like if I don't wear green, get step the fuck away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just like I don't I don't care. <laughs> did you don't. did you care when you were a kid or has this mm. been true for your whole life been true for my whole life that's I've been very a interesting like i think i like i think my mom tried to dress us up i mean very and very poor taste there's one photo of like my brother being a pumpkin and then i dressed up as like a native american very bad 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 but that was like early 90s right right when like people were doing that stuff sure. and then like after that i was like I don't want to go to strangers' houses. I don't want to ask for candy. And I don't want to dress up. And this was like me in middle school. I was like... <laughs> that is... That's, that's, I think that's very so <laughs> Yeah. That is so I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm committed to staying true to myself but i love i truly do love watching the creativity of people's cousins like my friend sent me a photo and i thought it was beautiful she was (laughs) she was jamie lee curtis from the activia commercial oh that's so (laughs) funny that's awesome this is great like i love this for you i'm still gonna be me but i love this for you well shout out to jamie lee curtis by the way halloween an all-time classic she's listening She's like, yeah, She's hey, listening. what up, Jamie? How She's you doing? She's a big fan, big sports fan. She is. Did you know that Jamie Lee Curtis is married to Christopher Guest of the Best in Show movies and I did not uh, Waiting that. for Guffman and stuff? I didn't know that either, but I love it. And they've been married for like 40 years or something like that. And I want to see her in one of his movies. I think that'd be so fun. Yeah, that was going to be my 
Yeah. yeah. Has she ever done one of those movies? I don't think so. I mean, maybe she's cameoed in one, but as far as I, I can't remember one. Yeah, that's interesting. I had no idea. Yeah. You want to know who's not married anymore? Who's that? who's that? Tom Brady and Giselle. Wow. Yeah, that is true. Day of the that Dead. Is true. That is one dead marriage. marriage. Yeah. <laughs> where I forget where I heard this joke. I'm not even going to claim this, but I thought it was very amazing. Um, somebody made a joke about how Tom Brady has apparently now has one less ring. <laughs> Uh. Yeah, I I saw this. I saw this. Uh, this was, I think, like a month ago when the season had just started. It was a tweet that said Giselle is Giselle now joins the ranks of Eli Manning and Nick Foles as the only people to take a ring away from Tom Brady. All right, all right. Lay off my boy Tom, okay? Your boy Whoa. Tom. Yeah, my, yeah. You know what? I'm a Patriots fan. No, you know what? Does he play for he the played? Patriots? He did. He gave us 19 years of his life. You know. Wow. Patriot wow. for life. For life. You're not wearing your Patriot shirt today, Pat. Don't you don't you have a Pat shirt that has Brady on it? Yeah. Uh, uh, Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, two players who no longer play for that <laughs> franchise. I yeah. do want to shout out Giselle, though, uh, for choosing and loving herself. That's, what it, that's who I want to shout out. Amen to that. Amen to that, Giselle. I got to say, it like, beyond just all of the, like, you know, us taking shots at Brady and everybody like it is such a crazy situation. Like thinking about the past year that he's had and the retirement and the unretirement and the, the like flirtation with the dolphins, like all that stuff that happened and him stepping away from the team in training camp. Like it's, I don't know, like just seeing him kind of like, be like, yeah, I want to, I want to lead this shitty Bucks team more than I want to be with my family. I don't know. It's so weird. Like, does he, what do you guys think that is? Does he, is, is he just so, um, eager to win another Super Bowl? Is it just like that competitive? Is it that like Jordan thing? Like Jordan was so competitive that it, I mean, he, his marriage was destroyed by, we don't know what exactly, but like, he wasn't able to sustain that relationship. The Monstars, I think, kind of stepped in the on his relationship. Monstars really did yeah. break things up. That yeah. the yeah. home invasion they yeah. never recovered. I think I think Tom doesn't know who he is without football. I, I think that's right. that's right. And he needs to see a therapist and, and, and talk that through because it's like you have nothing else left to prove you don't need money you have nothing else left to prove you could have retired when you won the championship with the bucks and then ended it Mm -hmm. on top but you decided to come back and that season was okay and then you retired and came back and it's just like guys we're not recording i just realized we're not recording (laughs) (laughs) oh my god we have been recording our own tracks but i have not been recording the zoom i'm gonna start recording now we can use our own tracks as long as you guys send me your own tracks i've got yeah mine is going going. chloe yours (laughs) is definitely going yeah mine is going where where, where are you doing your individual frank yeah, yeah, I'm doing my own. So we can we can we can use all this. In fact, we'll keep this in the episode. Oh, we're too. gonna keep. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I was gonna give yeah, you a timestamp, but I guess. Oh no. fuck no, we're not starting over. Yeah, no, no, we, no, got, no. we got we got stuff to do tonight, baby. You know, oh, Tom good. Brady wouldn't have forgotten to 
start recording this episode. Yeah. No, I was. Do you think that's why he got so he upset would... at that tablet? He was like, "Fuck, I wasn't recording," and that's <laughs> when he was like smashing it on the sideline. You think that's what it was? I, it might have been. I was I trying to record know. the plays that the other team is running. It's like because it's so like I st- I haven't finished Man in the Arena, and mm. I gotta say I, I have enjoyed watching. I think I have like an episode and a half left, but it's like. Giselle sacrificed so much, so much. Yeah. For, like she had a career before they got married, sacrificed a lot. And she has been on the record saying that she has a bunch of other stuff that she wants to do, like a second phase in her life and her career. And it's like, how can you not support your wife when you have achieved all that you can possibly achieve? You are the oldest quarterback like to ever play the game. You have won like the most Super Bowl rings. Like you already have a TV deal waiting for you, right? So it's not like you're even walking away from the full sport itself. Like you have a TV deal waiting for you. And it's just like from the outside looking in, I'm sure that there was other issues going on, but it just seems to be very selfish. And like, I'm proud of Giselle sticking to her guns because she had been threatening that shit for, she had been wanting him to retire for years. Cause she wanted to do stuff for you. She's been on the record. So I'm really happy for her sticking to her guns and choosing herself. And I'm just like, now your last season is going to be remembered like this. Like I, you aren't going to win shit. And your last season is going to be remembered about how your marriage fell apart. I mean, as a, as a person who just recently got married, I mean, I know what it's like, you know, um, <laughs> you know, if Chelsea asked me to retire, from hoops crew i mean yeah what would you say you know, i don't know that i'd be able to stay you know the thrill of it the thrill of of doing this show every you know the 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 cheering that we get you know the when we throw when we when we throw one of those touchdown jokes the emails um, the emails we receive the, e- the emails <laughs> wink the emails wink. Oh yeah, uh, that's a that's a tease to the end of this episode. We received our first email, guys. Bam, 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 bam. We got one. We're, we're well, on our way up, y'all. Moving <laughs> <Yeah>. on up. <laughs> well, hey, let's move on to our uh, first official segment of the zone, of the zone, which is the show that we're in, and the show that we're in is about to get into the zone. And when I say we're about to get in the zone, I mean the close zone. Now, what happens in the close zone? Uh, yeah, it's simple. Chloe Michaela, our very own um, football head uh, over here, um, she breaks down each game uh, from the past week and does it in um, five minutes or so or less. So you can get caught up on your whole football needs from listening to this segment. And that's like really a public service that she's offering. And, you know... um, Thank you, Chloe, and thank you for your service. And are you ready to get in the close zone? I I sure am. Okay, great. I'm gonna share my computer audio so that you can mm-hmm. hear the um, the song. And 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 with that, on your mark, get set, Chloe. 
Okay, so the Thursday night game, we have the Ravens at the Bucks. I mean, look, the Ravens came in, they beat the Bucks. Tom Brady is three and five, uh, the first time ever in his career. Uh, go Ravens, I guess. I don't know. Um, the Broncos at uh, the Jaguars, they were in London. Still don't understand why we're over there, but I digress. Um, the Broncos beat the Jags. I mean, Russell Wilson, he still looks mediocre, but they pulled it out. But also, the Jags lost, and maybe if Trevor Lawrence cut his hair, they would win. Um, we have the Dolphins against the Lions. Okay, I just, I'm just i so rooting for Dan Campbell. The Lions lost. The Dolphins won. Tua looks really good, but Lions, Dan Campbell, I am rooting for you. I, I, I am. Uh, we have the Panthers at the Falcons. Okay, this one, this one was a spicy, spicy end to this game. Uh, the Falcons won in overtime, but I will say the only reason that they won was because of DJ Moore taking off his helmet in the end zone. They scored a touchdown with like two seconds left, and because he took his helmet off, uh, it put them back uh, to make a field goal from like 45 yards, and they missed the field goal and went into overtime, and the Falcons won. Uh, DJ Moore, you fucked it up. Uh, we have the Vikings against the Cardinals. I mean, the Vikings made the cards, and like, honestly, like what Kirk Cousins had, they're at the top of the <laughs> NFC, whatever they are. What is the NFC? God, I don't even know. But they're at the top of their division. I mean, what? I don't know. Kirk, okay. I don't know. Um, we have the Cowboys against the Bears. I mean, what? The Bears suck. Uh, Justin Fields, <laughs> I wish nothing was the best for you. I hope that you can leave and find a great career outside of Chicago because you're just going to die in Chicago. Um, Dak Prescott had a great game. And Tony Pollard, hello. I mean, Zeke didn't mm. play. And, like, should Tony Pollard be the starter? I don't know. I think so. Okay, so we have the Saints against the Raiders. I mean, God, it was so embarrassing. Andy Dalton, you, you, the Raiders let Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton put up 24 points against the Raiders. <laughs> the Raiders, the Raiders got shut out. Zero points. Devontae Adams, I think, maybe had negative points in fantasy. I mean, get it together. Uh, we have the Eagles against the Steelers. I mean, look, I had zero hopes. I think I fell asleep during the game because it was so boring. The Eagles kill us, 35 to 13. Jalen Hurts looks really good. And, like, are the Eagles going to the Super Bowl? Maybe. Okay, we have the Patriots against the Jets. The Patriots beat the Jets, which is, like, so unfortunate. I don't know. It was kind of an uneventful game. I am still rooting for the Jets. The Patriots won. Whatever. Uh, we have the Titans against the Texans. Uh, again, another very boring two boring teams the titans they beat the texans i don't know malik willis i think did get his first start mm -hmm. so very happy for him shout out to malik willis love you wish you were on the sealers okay we have the seahawks <laughs> against the giants um the seahawks beat the giants i mean against the giants defense gino smith i mean I, how can you root against this man i am rooting for him shout out to you i love you gino i hope you go really far okay we have the washington commanders against the colts I don't even know the Colts quarterback. Sam, somebody. He started. Um, but the Commanders beat the Colts. Uh, Carson Wentz didn't even play. Taylor Heineke did. Uh, but he is a Trump supporter. So, you know, that's where terrible people go to play as uh, in Washington. Okay, so we have uh, the 49ers against the Rams. I mean, the 49ers killed the Rams. They're, the Rams aren't going anywhere. It's just abysmal. They need to find a new quarterback. It's just, it's just ba bad. Matthew Stafford is done. He's done. The Bills beat the Packers. I just... <laughs> I don't remember all the stats, but when I tell you that the Packers put up around 400 yards, had more had more ball time than the Bills did, and they still lost to Josh Allen. They had two interceptions against Josh Allen, and the Bills still beat the Packers. I mean, it's just sad. Aaron Rodgers is done. He's done. And for the Monday night game that's happening tonight, we have the Bengals at the Browns, and both of them are goose eggs, you know? I mean... Honestly, I do have Nick Chubb on my fantasy team, so I am rooting for him, but I'm also rooting for my boy, Joe. Oh, I love you, Joe, um, and I hope you win tonight. Okay, bye. <laughs>
Thank you so much, Chloe. That was incredible. Few things stand out to me in your recap there. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yep. First thing that stands out to me. Battle, the Battle of the States is on this week. We had the battle for Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Between Philadelphia and, and Pittsburgh. I mean, was and it wasn't really a battle. It wasn't much of a battle. But then we also have the battle for Ohio tonight. We do. Bengals versus the Browns. Mm-hmm. Now, as a Steelers fan, what is your relationship like to Philadelphia? Do you feel, I know you feel animosity, like you don't like Sixers fans, that sort of thing. But do you feel like there's a, you're in different conferences, all that stuff. Do you feel like there's a rivalry between the Steelers and Eagles of like... There's not. And Eagles okay. fans try to pretend that there is one. Mm. And I just mm. need them to sit this one out. Mm-hmm. Because... Now be careful because they will throw batteries at you. They will. Yeah. Eagles fans, Philadelphia fans are absolutely insufferable. <laughs> and I, where I went to school at was like two hours south of Philly. And a lot of Philly fans back in the day when they weren't shit, right, had the nerve to tell me that they were the better Pennsylvania team. And I was like, would you like me to bring out the statistics? What are you talking about? We just won two Super Bowls in the past five years. Where have you been? So, no, there's not a rivalry. I don't care about the Eagles. I love them because they beat Tom Brady and yet they make me hate them. And I was like, I don't want to hate you, but you do Mm -hmm. it to yourself. So that's now, how I feel about the Eagles. I need like f- fly Eagles fly, fly far, far away from me. Okay. <laughs> uh, what do we think about these Rams um, struggling, really Oof. struggling, coming off a bye, <laughs> coming off a bye week got destroyed. at home and got destroyed. And I know that the Niners kind of own them, except the Rams beat the Niners to go to the Super Bowl a couple right. years ago. So yeah, last year. It was last like last year. Yeah, so it was like it was like uh, you know, is that curse broken? No, it seems like <laughs> the curse is still there. It's very strange to me. I, I, I don't think it's this a, Rams team is very strange. I don't think it's a curse. I think the Ram, I think the Niners are just a lot better than the Rams this year. Like Yeah, but it is for sure. Do, yeah, you, guys, yeah, yeah. do you know the stats of how many games in a row the Niners have beat the Rams in the regular season, like excluding that one playoff game? It's it's eight in a row, right? I, I or something it's like seven. that. Seven, maybe it's eight, but yeah, seven. somewhere in yeah. there. Like so going back three, four seasons. But uh, yeah, I think the Rams team all year has just looked beat up. Like Stafford does not Chloe, I don't know if you're right that he's totally cooked, but he looks, I feel this way about Justin Herbert too on the Chargers. Like he just doesn't look right. He looks hurt and it Mm -hmm. looks like for Stafford, if he doesn't look healthy coming out of the bye, he's probably not going to look that good this year. And the receivers aren't the same. Cooper Cup got hurt in this game too. That's probably the number one headline. Um I don't, I don't know what his status is now. I know he walked off the field. He didn't get carted off or anything, but he got rolled up on. I do got to say, though, on the other side, my Niners looking real nice after picking up <laughs> uh, the best running Christian back McCaffrey. in the whole league, yeah. Christian McCaffrey. To bail out Jimmy Garoppolo again. And exactly, <laughs> exactly, though, because... They know, you know, they've they've gotten criticized a lot. So last week, the San Francisco 49ers, who are, a, you know, they've been a playoff contender several years now under their current coach and current quarterback, handsome Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, they made the Super Bowl one year. 
uh, and they were hoping to get back, they traded multiple picks for Christian McCaffrey, the star running back of the Carolina Panthers. Uh, running backs in the NFL usually don't get traded for a whole lot. They don't have a ton of value because they they tend to have short career spans, so they don't you know go for as much as some other positions would. So a lot of people were like, "Whoa, this is this is kind of crazy. It's a lot for a running back. This is reckless." And maybe it is. McCaffrey has gotten hurt multiple recent seasons. He could get hurt next week and the trade could look like a total disaster. But (laughs) he looked awesome this week, his first full week as a Niner. And they're about to go on by. So he's just going to get more integrated into the offense. Debo Samuel, who missed the game yesterday, hopefully is going to be back after the bye or, you know, sometime soon. And, And you guys just alluded to it. They need people to bail Jimmy Garoppolo out. So even though in a vacuum, it seems like maybe they traded away a lot for this kind of star player who is good, but maybe not worth it. I don't know. This this team has a lot of really good skills players, and Jimmy is not a great quarterback. How are you going to overcome that with a great defense and with good players around him? So... This to me, I, so, well, this, here's this, a hot take for you. The, the, sorry, the one, the one other thing, Frank, that I think is worth mentioning is I think this is a play for this season in particular because they look around, they see the Rams in their division, and they see in the yeah. NFC, Brady, Rodgers, these teams are struggling. Other than the Eagles, it looks wide open. So I think this is them saying, let's go right now. This this is our oh, and the Seahawks. I mean the yeah. the, the, yeah. the Seahawks, the Eagles, and the and the Cowboys and the Vikings. You can't roll out. I mean Kirk, Kirk gonna Kirk. There's a lot the of there's a lot of <laughs> so. there's a lot of good teams, but like other than the Eagles, who's really a great team? Right? It feels like I don't know. The Niners are making a run that or a play that maybe that can be us right now. I really would say the Cowboys. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, they, they look, look awesome. Too. Frank, what were you gonna that say? That defense. I was going to say that I know I know it's very uh for good reason popular to to dunk on Jimmy Garoppolo cuz he cuz he 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 he's very handsome um and he makes a lot of boneheaded plays and stuff like that but I will say like here's a, here's a quick game for you I'm just going to go through teams and tell me if you would rather have their quarterback or Jimmy Garoppolo okay mm-hmm. I'm just going to I'm I'm just reading from a list right now so this is starting with the, the nine, 9 o'clock game yesterday. Okay. Uh, Bronk, would you rather have Russell Wilson or Jimmy Garoppolo? Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Trevor Lawrence or Jimmy Garoppolo? Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, to, uh, uh, maybe Garoppolo. Only because... I, I, I think Jimmy Lawrence is close. Manage. Yeah, I'll Jared, say Garoppolo. For right now, for this season, Garoppolo. Jared Goff or, or Jimmy Garoppolo? Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Phil Walker or Jimmy Garoppolo? <laughs> that hey PJ. Man. PJ Walker yeah. had the throw of the day that yesterday on that. We, mm-hmm. you know, we, we. Okay, so maybe we're taking Phil Walker over, over <laughs> yeah, Jimmy over, Garoppolo. Yeah, we'll what take about Marcus yeah. Mariota or Jimmy Garoppolo? Jimmy. Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. Would you rather have Justin Fields or Jimmy Garoppolo? Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Okay, so like, and that's just a random. I'm just yeah. going down the list here. I Are think you, Jimmy is not bad. Yeah, yeah. I'm just here. I, I can show you my screen. It's just I don't hate Jimmy. I actually, I appreciate Jimmy because Jimmy understands his limits. Jimmy understands what he can and cannot do, and his 
Cause like he doesn't start, he's not like a Baker Mayfield puffing out his chest being like, yeah, I'm like the baddest QB out here. Like mm-hmm. he is a game manager and he understands when things are tight, like what needs to happen in order to win a game. And I appreciate that about Jimmy. Like he'll make some like dumb throws, but like at the end of the day, I like I trust him with with, with two minutes left with like in a two minute drill. I just do for sure. I don't know if I go that far. <laughs> Baker oh, wow, okay. is like the the guy that like man, we were all rooting for him to come back on this redemption tour. We like were. you know, it's when your when your friend or maybe this is your friend like they're like dating someone and it's like, Oh, I, I fixed. And like this time I'm going to, I'm going to be good. And you just see them going back into the relationship and it's like, no, I, I and you want to believe it's like, Oh, okay. Maybe it, w- it will work this time. But Frank, man, are oh man, you, are you it did not right? work this time. Are you okay. <laughs> he's upset about Baker Mayfield and I'm upset that Frank, he's upset. Do you have something you need to tell us or listen? Yeah. You love Baker Mayfield. Is that it? It's okay. It's a safe space. I think we need to move on to our next segment. Okay, I do. I do want to shout this out too. Um, yeah. Two things. Um, I am rooting for the Lions and Dan Campbell. Yes. Um, I don't. I think Jared Goff is a mid quarterback, but I think we also need to acknowledge that the Lions have been putting up points. Absolutely. And their defense sucks. Yeah. So the fact that the Dolphins barely beat the Lions embarrassing. Um, and you know what? The Raiders, Josh McDaniels should be ashamed of himself. Oof, that was a getting goose egged by the Saints. Ashamed yeah. what the of tough himself. Loss, man. That was like, terrible. How do you have what you have and you can't even put up the points against the New Orleans Saints? Yeah. That, I, don't I know. mean. I mean, I know Devontae's got to be pissed as all get out that he is not in Green Bay right now. Well, it it seems to me like Devontae Adams could use some therapy. Oh, yeah, segue. Which brings us to our next segment. This is a new segment uh, that we're debuting right now. Many of us play fantasy football. The three of us gathered on this call do. I know many of our listeners probably do. And, and, um, you know, uh, fantasy football is a game of, of high highs and and low lows. Uh, so this week we are stepping into an office and laying down on the couch and we will be doing fantasy therapy. Um, you know, people come to therapy for different reasons. Um, sometimes it could be because of complicated relationships with your father, like me, or, you know, maybe it's because your, uh, heart was broken and you need uh, some space to process that. I think this week, that would be a subject worth exploring uh, together mm-hmm. in in group fantasy therapy. Um, would anyone like to share first? I, I'm happy to go, but I want to give space for other people to share their truths as well. Um, I've talked a lot. You can go. Thank you. Thank you, Chloe. Yeah, yeah. I, I would be happy um, to share. Is, is there... Um, you know, like you said, high highs and low lows. There's there's a lot I think to unpack. Is there anything uh, in particular, Frank? I guess that that you're wondering about. Who 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 hurt you? Who hurt you this season? Um. 
It's uh, let's get it out there. It's a very. I can, do you want me to pull up your roster? Uh, no, it's okay. I I can picture it. It's burned into my memory. Um, okay. His name is Kyle. His Ooh. his name is Kyle Pitts. Mm. 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 Um, and mm. here's so here's what did Kyle um, do to you? Here's what <laughs> happened. Here's he hurt me. He hurt me, Frank. Here's what happened. Kyle Pitts, um, top five in in real life, real football, top five overall pick last year by the Atlanta Falcons is a tight end, supposed to be the best tight end prospect ever seen, has an awesome rookie season. I have him. I pick him up late last year in one of my leagues. I play in two leagues, one with Frank and Chloe uh, and Greg and some others. And actually the other one is with Frank as well. This is in that latter league. Uh, I keep Kyle Pitts to this year. I'm so excited to have him. And he has just been terrible all year. And Frank knows because he also has Pitts uh, in another league. And uh, it's just been tough. It's been tough sledding. He, this Falcons team, their offense has been terrible. Pitts isn't getting the ball. And over the last few weeks, it's kind of been like, I, you know, got to bench him. Got to bench him. This guy just hasn't been showing up. So, uh I very fortunately in the league that I have Kyle Pitts, I drafted Travis Kelsey. So I've been like covered, which has been really nice, really fortunate. This week though was Kelsey's bye. So it was finally time to like actually put Pitts back into my lineup and just going through the week didn't sit well, really didn't sit well. And uh, Frank, I reached out to you actually Mm -hmm. uh, Sunday morning to to you know touch base because i know some therapy i know for for like a quick shot of it you know because i i know you're we've been we've uh commiserated throughout the season because we both sure have uh been experiencing the same similar things i I think it's been harder for you actually because he was you know drafted to be your top tight end um Mm. and i i would i'd love to hear from you on that in a moment as well but Mm. um this was my week to finally play him. I just couldn't do it. I picked up Mike Gusecki uh, a few days ago. The jizz man. The jizz man uh, of the Miami Dolphins. Uh, and actually, when I picked him up, my thinking was just like the NFL trade deadline is coming up, and there's rumors that he might get traded to a team that would use him more. I wasn't even thinking about playing him over Pitts. But then on Sunday, I was like, should I play this guy over Pitts? And I asked Frank. And Frank was like, yeah, we can't play Pitts. We got to right send now. him a message. Who, who we got to send you, Kyle Pitts a message. Yeah, that's what he said. He, I played a guy named Greg Dulcich. Um, how did he do? He was fine. He was all right. Yeah. 10 points, you 7 know what? points. And you yeah. know what? Mike Mike Gusecki, who I actually I did play, he was fine too. He caught a touchdown. But Kyle Pitts had his best also game of the year. Also caught a touchdown. He caught yeah, a touchdown. Bullshit. And he had 80 yards. He had, I think, a season high in targets. Ooh. So is he good now, Frank? Are you going to start Kyle Pitts next week? I guess so. But, I mean, it's like, it's a real Katy Perry situation. You're hot, then you're cold. It's yes, then it's no. You're in, then you're out of my lineup. You know what I'm saying? Um, I love that. Roar? Thank you. 
Thank you. Yes. No. And you're going to hear me roar. roar. That's right. Do you ever um, feel like a plastic bag? <laughs> Uh, yes, actually, I, that's how I feel right now. Um, yeah, my fantasy therapy, I is very similar. It's Kyle Pitts, but there, but I've gone through a string of bad relationships. I drafted Trey Lance Ooh. out after game two. I, I, my first round pick was Jamar Chase. Wonderful, but now he's he's hurt and out for four to six weeks. I feel like it's different though with injuries, right? Like. You know, like, cause that it's, it can be heartbreaking. It's, they, it's, the, it's the accumulative effect though of the injuries, you know, Marquise yeah. Brown on sure. IR for me right and now. And I, I should you know? say, Frank, I don't mean to negate your truth. No. We're in therapy and I, I apologize. No. no, 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 no apology necessary. I just, uh, it's been, um, it's been a tough season. It just feels good to share. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Chloe, what about you? Yeah. It's like, where do I begin? Right. You know, in one league, I'm five and two, you know, Mm. moving on up. Mm. I'm on like a four game win streak. Mm. And then in the league that I'm in with you, I'm 0 and 7, you know, and it's like, wait, that has to be a mistake. Surely you've won one game this season. I haven't won one game. But it's 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 week so, eight. You must have won <laughs> just one game, right? I haven't. I really haven't. And it's like I don't want oh, to Chloe. like place blame, you know, on anyone. Sure. Because like ultimately these were my draft decisions, you know. Yeah. And it's like Jonathan Taylor. Wherefore Ugh. art thou, Jonathan Taylor? Ugh. He didn't show up. He hasn't shown up. And like. It has me missing Carson Wentz on the Colts. And that is not something I want to feel at the end of the day. I know Carson Wentz. That's not something I want to feel. It's not something anyone wants to feel. I know. Puke, puke. Let it out. So it's like Carson. It's like Jonathan Taylor is my number one. I was feeling good. I had the number one pick in our league and I chose Jonathan Taylor. And then, you know, he hasn't shown up. And then I had Keenan Allen. And this mofo. Hurt his hamstring in week one and has been injured ever since. And then, you know, I thought to myself, I said, you know what, Chloe, maybe Russell Wilson will make a comeback. You know, maybe he'll score more than 12 points in fantasy. And he didn't. And I had to drop him. I had to drop him and suffer through the likes of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. I don't even know. At one point I had Jared Goff because I was desperate. Desperate. The only thing making getting me through is the San Francisco defense, and sometimes they're mm. hit or miss. You know, I had Gerald Everett. You know, I thought that mm. was a great tight end pickup. Okay, he's been kind of showing up. Travis Etienne. I mean, now they trade James Robinson. I thought I was a genius for picking him up, and now he's showing up, but it's a little too late, isn't it, Travis? Huh? Okay, yeah, Daryl Henderson. He was great last year. Hasn't done shit. You know, Hunter Renfro, he was pretty decent last year. I was like, okay, Hunter, you know, maybe. Absolute garbage. My team is garbage. And I am ashamed of myself. I'm at the bottom. I'm at the bottom. I'm you can't blame for yourself, Chloe. For a w. Um, <laughs> Chloe, hey, I have. Chloe, I can see you're upset. I have two, yeah. two things. Um, yeah. 
one, I think everything you're feeling is totally valid and it's very valid. And I, I, I hear you. I want you to know that. Um, the other thing, and I, uh, I, I should say this is potentially, uh, could be activating for you. Um, triggering. Yeah. Uh, Keenan Allen missed practice today. Oh, I don't care about him. I have given up on that man. If I ever see him in the streets, it's on site. I'll be like, how's your hammy feeling now, Keenan? How is your hammy feeling now? And you know what, James Conner? It's also on site. I forgot about him because I traded him away. I had him last year. And you know what? He's not the best running back. I remember him in Pittsburgh. But you know what he could do? He could punch it in for touchdowns. That's what he was good for. And he can't even do that. So you know what? The Cardinals, it's on site. Kyler Murray and James Conner, it's on site. Cliff Kingsbury, it's on site. <laughs> All y'all messing with my fantasy, okay? And I wasn't expecting to win much with my team, but God damn it. I was expecting to at least win one or two or five games, okay? <laughs> it's on site. This- and you want to know who I have in my other league? Austin Eckler. If I meet mm. Austin Eckler, I'm making out with him. I don't even care. It's on site. I'm going to kiss him. I'm going to kiss Austin Eckler and I'm going to kiss Travis Etienne. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep and Austin weird. That's it. Like, but, but I don't even care. Kirk Cousins, he got me 23 points. I'm going to kiss Kirk Whoa. too. Breaking news. Kissing Cousins. Kissing cousins. I'm going to kiss Kirk. Who else on my team I'm going to kiss? I don't know. Adam Thielen, he was all right. <laughs> I'm gonna kiss everybody on my on my team in my other league. They're doing great. I'm five and two, baby. Well, that's great. I'm glad we 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 came full circle and we're I giving out kisses we're now. All, we're all three of us doing doing better in our other leagues, as in the league yes. that is not the one we yes. share among this group, no. among Hoops Crew. Um, yeah. And and we haven't said this straight out. It might be coming through in our. Uh, in the session we've been having, but the three of us are eighth, ninth, and tenth. Eight, nine, and ten. <laughs> <laughs> we're the bottom three. We're the, the yeah. We're the triforce of. of I do. Shit. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Let me just say though, I have beaten both of them in the past few weeks. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Moving okay. on to our next segment. Okay. Boys and girls, boys and girls, <laughs> and those beyond the binary, we have a mailbag. And I'm opening it up right now. Here we go. Don't get a paper cut. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> this is first I just, email ever. Yeah, I just wanna can we acknowledge the moment? Like this is yeah. this is uh groundbreaking. This is big. Yeah, this is big. It could be like it could be from the president. I, it could be from Commissioner Silver. Um, I don't know. Could be from anyone. Well, I will reveal who it is right now. <clears throat> Hi, Hoops Crew. Kira here, longtime <laughs> listener, first time emailer. I have a question about the over-under prediction you've been talking about on the pod. Firstly, if you totaled all the Vegas win odds, does it equal the number of games in the season? Secondly, if you totaled all the over-under prediction that Hoops Crew has made, does that equal the number of games in the season? Is it possible for all of your bets to hit? Or are your predictions collectively over or under? I know this question is a bit wibbly because a team could be over-under by multiple games, but I still think it's an interesting thought experiment. Thanks for the great content. My husband loves your pod, Kira. 
P.S. Shout out Poland. Um, so shout out Kira. Thank you very much for listening. Um, and I did some homework on this. This Ooh. Kira, this this got me thinking. So I took, and I can show you all um, my work here, just so you can see as well. I made a spreadsheet of all of the win total numbers that we got mm. by team, and then whether we did over or under. Nice. For them, so on and so forth. Then I totaled the number of games total that that would come to, right? So, for example, the Hornets were 36 and a half and the Knicks were 38 and a half. So I totaled all of the team totals and it came to uh, 1239. So 1,239 total wins. So then, then I went to how many total games are in the season. So 80, what is it, 82 games? Yeah. Is that right? Mm -hmm. 82 games times 30 teams, right? So there are 30 teams. They each play 82 games, right? Mm -hmm. So that is 2,460 games. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that's like way off. But then I was like, wait a minute, maybe Mm -hmm. maybe half of the season total is... and it's close. Yes. So the total number of wins that will happen in a season are 1,230, which means that the total, the over-under win total is over by nine wins. So I know this is complicated to hear, but basically Vegas sets a line for total number of wins over and under. If you total all of that, that is nine wins over how many possible wins there are possible in the season, which does go to serve sort of reinforce the point that we talked about many times, which Mm -hmm. is taking the under usually is probably the safer bet because I think they, they lay a lot of juice on some of these teams. Um, It does seem like thank you Kira for this question. Yeah. Thank you, Kira. That's such a a thoughtful, intelligent question. Thank you so much, Kira. Um, why do you sound surprised? Your wife is really thoughtful and really intelligent. Are you oh. like, why are you, why do you sound surprised that she wrote a really thoughtful and intelligent question? Are we, is that Kira? Is that, I, I didn't know if this was a different Kira or not. <laughs> is this Kira? Did they, did she leave her last name? She didn't leave her last name, but it, it is in the email signature, Kira Corridan. Um, Ooh, that is, yeah, that's the one that I'm married so to. So it does seem like it's probably yours, mm. uh, your wife. Um, mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, Kira, oh, let me try that again. Kira, what a question. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I derailed you. I apologize. We no, were talking no, about total I, number of wins. I think possible. Our, it's, it's exactly what you were saying. Like, this just means the taking unders is even better than we thought it was. And yeah. the question I was going to ask you is, did you, do you know of the 30 picks we made, how many overs versus how many unders we had? I I'm don't, sh- I but bet I can, you anything we picked more overs than unders. Let me, if you guys talk amongst yourselves for like two seconds here, I can calculate yeah. that real quick. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't understand the question. I think so over unders have always I mean I understand the over under but that it, it was like it was the math part um yeah to be ashamed because I used to be a math major um but you were a math major yeah, I didn't know that yeah either. at one point I was a math education major wow I double majored what happened I know, I know I chose acting instead 
I took linear algebra and I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. basically what she's asking, I guess, is, you know, you know how we picked like the overs, unders. They were all like, like mm -hmm. Frank said, 48 and a half, 33 and a half, whatever. He added up all 30 of those numbers and uh -huh. compared that total, basically the, the total number of wins that Vegas is saying will happen in an NBA season. And he compared mm -hmm. that to if you look at the actual the actual number of games in a season, how many wins there would be, and there was a nine game discrepancy. So the Vegas totals came to twelve hundred thirty nine, and mm -hmm. the actual total is twelve thirty. So, oh. I mean, to so answer, it should always be under. I see. I see. Most. I feel like. It, I feel like it's compelling evidence yeah. that I did not have before doing this experiment. That in general, it seems like Vegas is is sprinkling a couple of extra wins hmm. on some teams, and that maybe Crafty. taking the under would be a um, a uh, smart thing it to do. It seems like Kira has inadvertently given us some gambling advice, which is <laughs> is in her best interest, actually. So, thank well, you, her, thank you, her, Kira. Her, and she's she's think, the better one with money too. So this is good. I think that I think that she has a lot of really good advice. Like she has told me when I've asked her for gambling advice, she she always tells me to buy low and sell high. You mm -hmm. know. Yep. Yeah. That is what you're supposed She's to do. She's good. She mm -hmm. she has very good gambling instincts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. That is the end of the mailbag. Anything else to say to um, Kira or to any... Oh, wait. Yeah. If for any other listener who wants to get in touch with us, email us mm -hmm. at hoopscrewforever at gmail.com and we will answer your question on air. Uh, anything else? Any other remarks for, for Kira or our other listeners uh, before we close out the mailbag? Great question. Thank you. I just want to say, Kira, yeah. I'm uh, I'm sorry that I'm recording this pod right now instead of hanging out with you because she tried to convince me to bail on the pod tonight. But <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe she did that, knowing that that she, she was, sent in a question. I know she sent in a question. I know. Well, so uh, I'm sorry, baby. That's okay. That's okay. All right, we're going to get you out of here. I wasn't talking to your friend. Oh, <laughs> I just assumed. <laughs> anyway. Oh God. Um, okay. So our, our final segment, usually we do hoopers and poopers where we each individually choose, um, our, uh, hooper or pooper. So like a good a person who's doing really well. And then a person that is really poopy. Um, this week, Chloe pitch, we do something a little bit different. So we're doing surprise hoopers and poopers. So we're choosing teams, uh, from the NBA, um, that have surprised us by being really good or surprised us by being really bad. I'm going to share my screen now and we can maybe we could choose like one of one hooper and one pooper from the east and one hooper and one pooper from the west. How does that sound, y'all? Yeah, love it. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. I, um, oof, man. Any surprise Okay, so let's just go down the list. Uh, and this is in order. Number 1 Bucks, number 2 Cavs, number 3 Celtics. I guess you could say that the Cavs are playing better than expected, but they were already really good. So the Hawks, Hawks are number 4. Sixers are 4 and 4, which is probably not where they want to be. The Raptors are 3 and 3, which is probably not where they want to be. Knicks, Wizards, Bulls, Pacers. Pacers overperforming a little bit. Hornets, Heat, P 
Pistons. I mean, the Nets, I hate to like, we always talk about these teams. Oh, Matt, you're on mute right now. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's fucking new. You fucking oh new. I am. Just, is this your first podcast? I'm a mess tonight. You know what's happening? You even podcast? You know what's happening? I the what? the sugar. The I'm crashing. That's what's. Oh, happening. you're crashing. You just got to eat more candy. So I I do. I uh, I think I ate it all. <laughs> oh shit! shit. Uh, no, it's got to be Brooklyn. It's got to be. It has Nets. to be Brooklyn. There's no other answer because I mean surprise pooper. Looking at the, the yeah, I mean one in five. Plus all the off the court shit. Oh yeah. Looking at these standings, I'm actually really surprised given how early it is in the season, how much it actually does kind of look like like these could be the playoff standings and it wouldn't be that crazy. The two teams, (laughs) that's true. The two teams that stand out are Brooklyn at one and five and then Miami too. Miami's two and five. Mm -hmm. So they're off to a rough start, but yeah, good call. Yeah. I feel like Pistons are better than the Nets. I mean, come on, bro. It's gotta be Brooklyn because of their play. And that's even before you bring in the Kyrie shit that's been happening this week. (laughs) Uh, so it, it, there's, it's just got to be them, right? I mean, like, I don't know, Chloe, do you think there's mm-hmm. do you think there's any other option here? I you know a so surprise pooper is Brooklyn. I mean, I didn't think that they were going to be excellent, but I did not think that they would be uh, one and five um, underneath that. I would say uh, Miami. I'm a little surprised. Um, yeah. Yeah. And surprise Hooper for the East. I got to say the Hawks. Uh, yeah, I I am impressed with with the the Hawks being four and two. I mean, Cleveland, I'm not as surprised because the addition of Donovan Mitchell. I mean, like we kind of all expected them to be good, um, but I mean the Hawks four and two. Okay. okay, okay. Let's take a look at the West. Okay, so I'm I'll go one to fifteen here as well. Okay, so the Blazers is number one. Mm. That might be our Hooper right there. The Suns. The Spurs, okay, yeah, that's pretty impressive. The Jazz, Pelicans, Grizzlies, Wolves, Nuggets, kind of underperforming the Nuggets, but um, the Thunder overperforming a little bit. The Mavs, Golden State, not looking great. Clippers, kind of struggling. Kings, not looking great. The Lakers, and then the Rockets are probably where we expected them. So I think, I guess like, I think it's pretty clear that the Blazers are probably the Hoopers here, right? I like. I think not the surprise. I. I mean, well, it, yeah, it's yeah, either Blazers or or the Spurs. Like, it's so yeah. And, and uh, the Jazz. What I said about the East. What I said about the East standings. This is the opposite. These standings look crazy, right? Like the Spurs and the Jazz are in the top six. The Warriors and the Clippers are would not make the play in if the season started today. I think a lot of that stuff will even out, but at the top, I love seeing like the Spurs get off to this start in what is maybe going to be pops last year. But I, I'm Frank, I'm fine giving it to the Blazers because it has been awesome to see Dame back and like playing well. Kronos himself. Kronos himself. There have been other teams. <laughs> the Pelicans are the other team that I would shout out because I just I love how they've played. They're four and two, mm-hmm. even though they've they've sat Zion and Ingram out in multiple games. But Portland's at the top of the West. I feel like uh, if they keep it up, Are it could you be surprised a, though. Because the Portland? question is, I am surprised. Really, for Portland to be oh, at I'm... the top, I am. Yeah, because the West is is so deep, and I don't know. We'll we'll see if it holds up, but 
their their defense looks good. I, I like it. Like it's it's cool to see Jeremy Grant and Peyton and those guys. PG County. PG County. So I don't know. They they look like they're gonna be a really tough team, which just makes somebody like the Lakers in an, in an even worse spot, you know, because it's just one more team that's gonna be competitive in the West. Because mm-hmm. yeah, Portland is super competitive. The Spurs and the Jazz, we don't think they're gonna stay where they are, but maybe those teams will be competitive. Can I just say that it's like <sighs> with the Lakers, it's gotten to a point where I feel kind of like bored. Like I almost like don't even want to talk about how the Lakers are bad. Because like don't. we can, I don't it's need boring. To talk. I think we. Yeah. They stink. I think we should talk about the the yeah the Clippies. The Clippies. No. I I will say because like I was. I think I was initially kind of under on the Clippers because of injuries. Like, I just did not trust the injuries. And, like, I will say, as far as, like, surprise hoopers and poopers, um, I got to go. I mean, I'm tied as far as surprise hooper uh, with the Spurs and the Jazz, but I think I'm more so surprised with the Jazz. I mean, they traded away every – like, they're, like, starting from brand new, and they're five – and two that is ridiculous i like that's wild to me and i would say surprise pooper uh can you go back to that list frank yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sorry i was trying to figure out what was going on with Kawhi. clippers Um, or warriors surprise warriors i'm not i am surprised but that's like with an asterisk because clay didn't play i think the past one or two games and I feel like they're trying to figure out a rotation now that they have healthier players like back like in the, the lineup that they didn't necessarily have last year. That's just the vibe that I'm getting. Like I'm not I'm not worried because I feel like Golden State does this every year. Like they're kind of like down a little bit, then they're in the middle, and then they're in that like three or four spot by the end of the season. And then they like win the championship. So I'm not I'm not surprised that they're yeah. three and four. Also, I it's am, also just at the yeah. point too where like a week for, you know, they could win three games this week and then they're, you know, five spots higher because there there just have been so yeah. few games played that it's it's still fluctuating a lot week to week. So mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. I think they'll be okay. And the Thunder, three and three? What? I mean, I don't even. I mean, hey, the Wizards started ten and three last year, so that's true. Until you know until we get to like the fifteen twenty game mark, it's it's still kind of. And I think that's why I said Portland for Hooper rather than the Spurs or the Jazz. I I feel like the Spurs and Jazz are gonna kind of slowly fall in the standings. Portland looked in the in the games that I've seen, like they've looked really good. So, mm-hmm. but isn't Dame hurt too? Didn't he like uh, he hamstring? I, you know, I can't, I can't keep up anymore with like who's actually hurt versus who's just like resting because they have a sore quadricep. You know, like is <laughs> is Dame hurt? I legitimately don't know. He is out. I think he did hurt something. He's going to be reevaluated in one to two weeks. He's out with a calf strain oh, calf right strain. now. Yeah. Which so, I think that's but that's one to two weeks is not. I mean, we should send a petition to Adam Silver, and I know MC has brought this up. And um, the more that I've thought about it, the more that I've been like, yeah, this is kind of bullshit. It is a crime that teams play back to back games when they're traveling. 
Yeah. I actually don't understand the reasoning behind that, especially when you want your star players to stay healthy. Why are you forcing them in back-to-back games when there's travel in between? I feel like it's a it's a bit of, and this isn't like an actual justification for it, but it is like a, I think the explanation, which is, I think it's just how it's always been done, you know? And that doesn't okay. actually justify it, but I think that's... We gotta, I think that's we why it is the way him, it is. We gotta get him to come back this season. We, need we gotta to get bring him back, him back on to the, the pod because we have a lot of You're questions. You're absolutely right. I feel like there's, I feel like every week, you know, there's like something else that we need to talk to the commissioner about. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we gotta we gotta talk to his people. Well, let's um, let's call it there. Uh, we'll send up our our Adam Silver signal into the sky. Um, uh, Commissioner it's Silver, just the face of a very gaunt looking man. <laughs> Commissioner Silver, uh, email us at hoopscrewforever at right. gmail if you want to set oh, up a time. And, mm-hmm. and for the listeners um, who watch Game of Thrones, um, Adam Silver looks like that uh, creepy guy in Karth who stole Daenerys's dragons. Um, yeah. Th- those that of guy, you who know, yeah. that is that's who ends The commissioner <laughs> yes, of the NBA. That's right. That's Commissioner Silver. <laughs> <laughs> um. he is, Adam Silver himself stole Daenerys's dragons. So, you know. And that's that's how he became first. commissioner, actually. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's how he, yeah. he came to power. Um, yeah. two, that's, how he, that's how he got to the Iron two, Throne of the NBA. Two plugs. Frank, what's our social media? Oh, it is at Hoops Crew Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. Follow that. Follow that <laughs> and also like us and subscribe to our podcast and rate us yes. and give us five stars. And if you want to give us one star, that's okay. But just give us five stars anyway mm-hmm. and then send us a DM saying that it was actually a one star review. That's yeah. fine. That's the real way to that's do it. That's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's because that's and what we'll read. You, that's we'll read your one star <laughs> reviews on air. Yeah. If, you, oh, if yeah. you send us one star reviews, we will read them on air. That is our vow to you. Absolutely. And any any review, we'll read them on air. I don't there know. you go. I love it. But especially I the one it. star ones. Yeah. Especially but especially the one star. The, the other thing All I right. was going to plug is just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go. People go vote. Go vote this weekend. Oh, Fucking yeah. Go vote. Vote. Election so days next week. Mm-hmm. Vote so hard. Vote, mm-hmm. vote, vote as many times as you can. <laughs> go yeah. in person. Go vote early. If you know anyone who's died just, recently, just send. Yes. Just you can just yeah. write your votes on a napkin actually, and just put them in a yes. Dropbox because they and all, legally they have to accept. They it. all get counted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, just vote. No, for real, vote. <laughs> vote. Um, vote so much, and then and then um, and then hopefully the. And then hopefully the bad guys won't win. Yeah. And like, I know it's not on the ballot, but like, if there's a chance to like have like a write in or like a funny moment, you could say that like, um, they, sh- that the NFL should fire the owner of the Washington commanders. Yeah. Like, I know that's not on the ballot, but like it should be, but just write you know? it in somewhere, just, like, write it in and maybe yeah. vote for hoops crew for something. Yeah. Not you like a real, in. you could write in hoops crew. Yeah, and don't do it for like a real actual thing where like the stakes matter. Yeah, don't. Well, we don't we don't, don't want do it. We don't want to get elected like, to anything. Would, yeah, yeah, no, but maybe like write it in. Maybe write in like you know favorite podcast mm-hmm. on your ballot, Hoops and crew. then and then write Hoops Crew, and that's and that's getting the brand out there. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, okay, that's it, everyone. This 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 was 
this was Frank Severich and Chloe Michaela and Matt Spercino saying thank you so much so for coming. So long. And um, we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs>